The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Can't get enough? Dive back in with discussions about the latest episodes, the dramas, and the storylines from the most entertaining and addictive reality shows you love to hate or hate to love. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It's You Get a Rose with Marley McMillan. Yes, it is. Welcome back and welcome to Dawn McLean, who's back to host, host with me. Hey, Dawn. Hello. Good to have you here. I'm so excited to talk about this oh week. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me too. I just finished watching it. Uh, it's and, fresh for you. Oh my gosh, I was actually pausing the show in the middle to yell down the hallway <laughs> to Dawn like, oh my gosh, this is just gold right now. I can't wait to talk to you about it. <laughs> I know. So really quickly, Dawn McLean does produce the morning show on My Talk 1071, Jason and Alexis in the morning. So you can listen to that on My Talk 1071 Radio or wherever you find your podcast as well. You can find it on iTunes or on your podcast app. Okay, so let's get to business. Uh, I, I do want to do a quick follow up from last week. Okay, I know you perfect. actually listened. I did. Because Mary and I got into a huge argument <laughs> right. about Ari's makeup. And I just have to say that I checked in with a few people that I thought might be able to give me answers. Really? Okay. Okay. Number Number one being Jason from your show. Yes. Jason Matheson. He is both on TV and radio. He watches The Bachelor here and there, drops in, but isn't a dedicated follower. Sure, yeah. But I, I know just... he talks about it on his TV show from okay. time to time. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to ask him about Ari's makeup. And I just said, what is going on there? And he said basically <laughs> exactly what Mary was saying. And I think really what we actually both were saying, but we were going in different directions. And... <laughs> you were saying it, but not saying it. <laughs> in various. Yeah. Yeah. But that. He has someone else that is doing his makeup. That is 100% true. They have a huge budget. It is the wrong color. Yeah. And there's no excuse why it would be that way. It simply is. It's basically. true. Yeah, nobody's saying, hey, guess what? His skin looks very yellow in all one color. Yeah. It's just really jaundiced looking. Yeah, that's exactly what Mary was saying. Yeah. And oh. it's it's just right on kind of the under cheekbone, which ironically is not where you should be putting any makeup, really. Anything that you're putting that's a bronzer type of <laughs> to a bronzer type, you'd put on the cheekbone. Yeah. I guess sometimes you would put a concealer under there. But OK, so his makeup people are, are doing that wrong. And then I emailed Kirk DeWint as well, who was on The Bachelor several seasons ago. OK. He was on Ali Fedotowski season and oh, he's man. from Minnesota and he's been in Manuary. He won Manuary, actually, a Oh, years wow. ago. And he said, I'm not really in tune this year, but he said he knows that The Bachelor has their own team that does their makeup. You would so think ag- so. So again, he just has someone who A, doesn't like him, or B, isn't good at at their job. His skin tone, yeah. yeah. I have a friend who was The Bachelor. He was the oh, second Bachelor. That's right. His name's Aaron Berge. Yeah. And he's from my hometown of Springfield, Missouri. Now, that was several years ago. You probably don't even remember who he is. Um, but, you know, I might ask him and see Absolutely. what he has to say about the makeup game. Yeah. Okay. So if you check in on that, I let will. me know. Definitely. Otherwise, I know one of the first things you said to me about this date was you just, you came up to me and said, Mar, that swamp date. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what do you have to say about the swamp date? I feel like it's really subpar. No one wants to go on a date in the swamp. I don't even care if you're from Arkansas. Take the girl out to a nice dinner, not in a swamp. I mean, I don't know. How, how do those Arkansas girls uh, feel about that? Because uh, it, it seems like Nick did this with Raven. True. And Tia <gasps> is basically a clone of Raven. Nick made out with Raven in, in a swamp. The mud. In yeah, the mud. and took her to that nasty swamp. And then Ari takes uh, uh, Tia to the swamp. So it's like 
Are those girls going, oh, I like this because I do actually feel comfortable in this environment? Or are they like, dude... Don't stereotype me like that way and take me to the swamp. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun if like, like, let's say you were on The Bachelor and like your date said, we're doing a hockey date. You'd be like, I play hockey all the time. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't want to do this because it's going to make you look really unattractive. (laughs) It is. Unless they are also a hockey player at a decent level. (laughs) You're going to make them look bad and emasculate them. I mean, I don't. It's not that I would make them look bad. It's just that they would be so bad. It's just such. Such a killer of, I'm just going to say it, the lady boner. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But like it is. I mean, that just, it, that would kill the mood for me. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I totally yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Tia seemed at home in the swamp, at least. She is just really giddy over him and she thinks she's in love with him. Yeah. And I say, why? Yeah. Why are any mm. of the, the girls in love with him? He's like somebody's kind of creepy dad when you're a teen <laughs> and he keeps kind of hitting on the teens. That's what you it know, reminds you me know of. What? A dorky dad. He's like Becca's creepy dad. <laughs> he like actually is. Yeah. It's yeah. really gross. He looks at all the girls the same. Have you noticed like really like he's eating them up with his <laughs> eyes no matter what they're saying even if they're talking about something tragic. Yeah. He's like yeah and strokes their arm the same way yeah. every girl. It's really sort of annoying me. He he has said at one point he says I know that I want something more than the chemistry or that I have chemistry, but that I want something more or need to know about more. And he said, because I know that I lead with the chemistry thing. (laughs) So at least he knows he comes off as almost strangely overly sexual, I think. Yes, it's so intimate all the time. I'm like, ooh. And the kisses are always so slow. And really open mouthed. And Mm -hmm. it's like uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. I mean, I'd... I don't know. I know you can't go back in time and redo, but I wish somebody could be coaching him going, okay, we're here, like in the room. Yep. Uh, Yeah, you're right. I guess he's good at letting that disappear. But it's, (laughs) it is funny. All the kisses are the same, too. All the kisses are the same. He kisses all the women the same. And then, speaking of how he leads with chemistry, quote unquote, I mean, all the women go, we have insane chemistry. And it's just because... He kind of forces this slow makeout and intensely sexual. Yeah, it's like none of the kisses are just kisses and fun and lighthearted. They're all like they all if the cameras weren't there, they would lead to sex. (laughs) And it feels like a a dumb romance novel. Yeah, it does. Really. You're right. He's he's really because he was called the kissing bandit. (laughs) Yeah. He has this confidence in his kissing that he probably shouldn't have. Sure. I mean, I've not kissed him. But when I watch him, I go, well, yeah, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. You're so right about the romance novel. Like, Every it's every single situation turns highly sexual. Like they're playing checkers, and then it's like all of a sudden his his one of those chips was so smooth. <laughs> I rubbed an edge. Like this, the scenarios are not sexual, but they no. become so. Oh, dude, he <laughs> needs to just chill out on that. Like yeah. have a real conversation. Oh my gosh, you know, want to know a really good point that I kind of uh, was having in my mind last night, actually, that my brother made, though, I think, was he came out, he watched, he said, oh, my gosh, so he just makes out with all these girls. Yes, of course, but he doesn't really do anything else with them. So he's making out with these girls constantly <laughs> yeah. and not doing anything else 
for two months or something. Yeah. He must be so horny. Oh my lord. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I he must be walking around <laughs> yeah. with a tent in his pants at all times. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get X-rated. I've already gotten X-rated. This is the second time in, no. in ten minutes it's or something fine. like that. It's but, fine. But how could we not? He's being so sexual. Right? But again, you think of the fact that he's not actually getting any action. And he's no. only he only gets to make out. Yeah, I at some point he's going to go further, and I'm really yeah. not looking forward to it. Well, and we all know how long that's going to last. <laughs> not long at all. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um, all right, so that was the swap date. Otherwise, we had... Uh, we had another date you've glossed over, which is Chelsea in Fort Lauderdale, right? Chelsea. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was going to go. We only had other group dates, but no, we had Chelsea, then we had Tia, and then we had the group date Mm -hmm. in whatever order. But yes, Chelsea went on the date with Ari. I really feel like she, I believe she's the only mom this season. Yeah. And I feel like as a mom, I was a single mom and I dated as a single mom. You know, it is really good to consider that, your child, but you have to bring something else to the table. You know what I mean? Like, I want her to show us more because I'm starting to like her more. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, I know you're a mom and that it's really important to you. It is. It should be at least 50% of your decision making. You know, there's another whole human being involved. Mm -hmm. But you have to, you can't just be the mom that someone dates. You have to bring something else. Absolutely. Do you think she brought that this week? Because I know that was kind of her intention. She sort of brought some damage from her relationship, but what does she like to do outside of being a mom? What is What are her hopes and aspirations and dreams? Sure. Where does she see herself? Mm-hmm. Um, what does she want out of a partner? I just didn't mm-hmm. see that. Again, maybe it's just the way it's edited, you know? Sure. Boy, did I like learning about that backstory, though, because that was <laughs> really juicy. It was. She's like, well... I married someone way older than me that was really rich. Right, basically. And he gave me the lifestyle that I wanted. <laughs> and then <laughs> after like... six months of the baby being born, he yes. cheated on her. And and left her for that woman, and now they're married. I mean, that is, that's, that is a backstory. Yeah, and I bet, you know what, I'm sure that they talked about more, but that's just all we saw yeah. from her. I'm liking Chelsea a lot more, though, too. Yeah. You're right that we didn't, I don't think we saw a lot more necessarily than we know about her, which is that she's a mom. Although she did say in this episode, she said, I want him to see me for me and not Chelsea for the mom. Okay. Um, so she kind of tried to show a little sauce when she was on that jet ski. Oh, man. Flip around and yeah. <laughs> straddle, <laughs> well, <laughs> straddle him while the girls were watching from a, from a, a telescope. telescope? Like, so what? Weird. It was so oh. weird. I thought they were staging that. I thought that was fake. There was some very of strange... Of course they were. Yeah, well, they're like... Oh my gosh, now you can see them on the jet ski. Now you can. It's like, no way. They had to have filmed this after the fact and just like made that part off. I think so. Or something. Yeah. Or either they, the producer said, hey, look in that telescope. I bet you'll see them riding a yeah. jet ski. Yeah. You know, the, the editing was really funny in this episode. Mary yeah. was actually saying last week that she's <laughs> noticing how they're making a lot of this season more like Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Where there's that really intentional editing and comedic element. Mm-hmm. And I do, I'm starting to notice that more and more. <laughs> and I know that they, like you guys were saying last week, I do feel like 
uh, Rachel's season of The Bachelorette was very heavy. Yeah. And th- it was very emotional. And so they wanted to go back to a lighthearted, more fun Bachelor. Yeah. The- he's just very vacant. So it's not hard to find that. It's making yeah. out and then him going, this is awesome. Yep. I, oh, I hope boy. we can find a happy medium. I loved Rachel's season. And yeah. it it bums me out that 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 isn't at all kind of valued, I guess. Mm. But, and that maybe that that season had like lower ratings. Right. But I think that's also for other reasons, which we're not even going to get into. Oh, for sure, yeah. uh, But I I would love a happy medium because I do love this season. It's so juicy and vacant. It's really, it's really fun. I'm having fun. It's so fun. The drama with with Crystal, we haven't even gotten into that yet. But boy... This is goes down to one of the top ten infuriating things that a villain has done. Hurricane Crystal. <laughs> I have so many questions about Hurricane Crystal. I don't even know where to begin, if I'm being honest. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. is she watching this and realizing how she sounds? Are there other people that are out there watching her thinking that she sounds great and looks great? Or are we all frustrated and think that she is kind of horrifying and a scary breed of villain because (laughs) she's saying all these things that sound really nice and somehow she comes across as the most evil person that's ever been on this show. (laughs) I know. Like, I, I can't tell if there are other yogi people that are out there being like, she is speaking my truth. I don't know. I was thinking the or same thing. Or if everyone thing. thinks that she's as horrible as she comes across, including herself. Like, she is maddening. She is maddening. It's like she went through some tough times in her life. Yeah. She found meditation and um, working out and all of that stuff on the West Coast. Here we are in the Midwest. But, you know, they really get into their spirituality. And that is great. But it overshadows who she is. It becomes so much a part of them that they're, they're vernacular. And they start spouting out these phrases that yeah. they don't even believe. That's why she got so frustrating during this whole scenario where she gets pouty and goes up to the room Mm -hmm. and then the girls confront her on it the way she asked them to like just come and talk to me if any of you like want to know what's going on so they go okay we're going to call you on your bs and then she couldn't articulate why she left it just she started spouting out all the spirituality stuff I'm literally was no no no. So far, like, you have not. And, you like, came into here tonight and just yeah. talked about you being hurt. And the thing is, you're trying to justify your actions over and over again without actually taking responsibility. I mean, so, that's not how I'm reacting. Really? Do you get like he said? One team goes home. The winning team stays. Then he says, uh, "Change your mind. We're all gonna go." And I'm just like, "So why the f- do we put all that action behind you?" No no no. And I, God. I was very hurt. You know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah, I think Becca realized that there's just no point in talking to Crystal. And I don't, I like Crystal, I can't really wrap my mind around. I don't know how to think about her and say like, (laughs) she's good or she's bad or what happened to her or anything like that. I just, I'm kind of thrown for a loop because it's it's so confusing and kind of scary to me (laughs) how she's convincing herself of these things and whether anyone else is convinced of them too is maybe what scares me even more right but again you feel like there's a collective consciousness of yogis out there that are like yeah i don't know like (laughs) i i just don't know if other people are going like yeah i totally believe that and the thing is everything that she says yes is good stuff 
but it isn't coming from a genuine place, which right. has been pointed out. And I think also to what we've been saying, Crystal has gone through some hard things, it seems. But the way that you fix those things, and in order, I think, for any of that other yogi stuff or to be coming from a genuine place, she has to fix that stuff. And that's not going to be fixed through the right. yogi stuff. Yogi doth not replace therapy. Yes. She needs to go to therapy yeah. and, and like really deal with some of those, whatever they are, abandonment issues, trust issues. But that is not fixed in Shavasana. No. And that's like, it seems like she's just kind of, every time she has one of these like really inappropriate emotional responses, she just starts spouting off yogi stuff. And that's not connecting the right schemas in your brain. No. You need to like go down to the real deep stuff, figure out why you're feeling that way. And then actually maybe at some point have that other stuff come from a genuine place, but not until you do the really hard stuff is it going to. Oh, God. I mean, that's getting real down deep, but like that's why it's so weird. I just can't handle it. And when Becca just went, Crystal is just bleh. No one wants to be around her. I totally identified. And I I think the proper words for bleh are like makes your skin crawl. She's cringeworthy. I mean, I'm so with those women in that that for me is the most frustrating person to be around. Like I can be around people that might not be very nice or people that I don't know are I don't know stubborn or something like that but like someone who is fake and has no idea who they are like their their exterior does not match their interior is just I can't handle that oh it's really infuriating because she comes in a room and and you can tell that she her main mission is to dominate everything. She's very, very dominant in her. It's not even passivity. What is it? It's just dominant in her. Like, guys, I know you all want to talk about me. And this is all about me. She veils she, it yeah. in niceness. Yeah. It's just infuriating. Well, you are right that who was it that said she thinks very highly of herself? Yes. Uh, so she does think very highly of herself. And it has been pointed out that she uh, throws a fit whenever she doesn't get what she wants. Right. So maybe something there where, you know, she truly thinks that she is better than people or that she deserves more than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, coupled with the rest of this stuff, is just wild. It makes for oh, a man. wild character. Oh, it does. And when will we get rid of her? I mean, I don't I, know. Gosh, it's infuriating that he, this week, he got rid of Mikkel, Marik, and Ashley. Yes. Girls that knew in the moment when they're like so she's taking all of this time away Mm -hmm. from us having real conversations with him now he's up in her room giving her exactly what she wants which is attention this happens every season Mm -hmm. it's almost like a pattern that these type of girls that infuriate us know how to draw the bachelor's attention away Mm -hmm. through their bs they create a drama to pull him away from the group well and i wonder if they get that mentality from having a certain confidence maybe it is the confidence she has with Ari that's making her act this way because he reinforces it he is reinforcing it and he's saying yeah you might be ahead of the other women like you know me better than all of them and her face lights up she's like yeah so maybe that's where some of that confidence is coming (laughs) from I know but the other thing that's annoying about that I think is like Ari she didn't do anything to go home with you she didn't earn that. That was no. the second date. You just randomly picked someone. So right. it's not like that. That could have been any other person there. And it was random. It's just like, yeah. that girl's pretty. Come home with exactly. me. Exactly. It's like, I mean, let me show these people the hottest person I have on the show. Oh, gosh. And she's really cute. But they're all really cute. 
I mean, look at she would be cute if she had a good personality, but that is is just one of those women that is just marred by her horrible character. (laughs) I know, I know. Oh boy! I mean, hey, good job with casting. I'll say that because I'm like, where do they find these women? I I even question like, is it a is this a real person or is it an actor? But I don't think somebody can do that great of an acting job. And be normal. Like, I just think this is a real person. And that's what scares us. Yeah. That the there o- could be yeah. more. <laughs> the only thing that needs to be said about Crystal is that she needs to come off the show and she needs to go straight into therapy. Yeah, please. not until that happens is she going to be able to participate in healthful relationships. I suppose she could be a, a contributing citizen, but definitely not in a healthy relationship. Well, right. Because she goes around and gives out little food packs to the homeless. That doesn't fix what's inside. No. You know? Good for you, but that doesn't make that doesn't fix what's inside. It doesn't wash away that you're being a horrible person on this show. Yes. Wow. Well, that's how we feel about her. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to quotes. Yes. Okay. Overheard. She overheard something on the Bachelorette. Okay, I've got a few, and actually the first one has to do with Crystal. This was Ari when he found out that Crystal wasn't coming uh, to the second part of the group date. Man, well, that's awkward. I really appreciated his honesty there. Sometimes, Ari, I don't really know. Again, I've gone up and down. I'm kind of indifferent at this point. But sometimes he really hits the nail on the head in terms of just reacting in the way that we would all react. Yeah. Yeah. There's there are times that I enjoy him. Mm-hmm. Um I also have one from Ari okay. and it's when they're in the old car museum. It's okay. him and Chelsea. That's where they had their date. Yes. Um they were looking around at old cars and she's like, here this one's a mom mobile. It was like an old station wagon with wood paneling. And he goes, heck yeah, a little woody. <laughs> and I thought, is it? Is it? <laughs> He's still trying to make up for the fact that he didn't get the little wiener joke on the first episode. (laughs) Try to make all those jokes like, hey, guys, I get it. Heck yeah. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Also, that was a big car. And you know what's funny is I kind of felt like they were a little bit missing each other on that date in the sense that Chelsea was like, I don't want this big yacht. I don't want these fancy cars. I, I'd love that little boat. I want the mom mobile. And Ari's like, yeah, the yacht's more my speed. Oh, I know. You like, know? dude, she's saying a lot about herself right now and you're not listening. Yeah. Yes. And like, okay, you guys are having a little bit different, yeah, different opinions on right. spending your money at this point, which then we learned about her, her, her last relationship yes. would be kind of maybe where that comes from. Okay. Uh, I just liked this moment between Tia and Ari on the swamp date. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tia. I really feel like we need to have a call. Ari goes, a gator call. (laughs) Yeah, gator call. Like he just jumped right in there. Yeah, I want to have a gator call. (laughs) So Ari wanted a gator call. Um, Let's see. We've got some other good ones. Oh, my gosh. This one from Crystal. I can't even take it. I wasn't hiding in my room. I was investing in myself and growing from the struggle and the challenge I was discovering. That's my favorite quote. I'm so glad you brought it up. Oh. A lot of people were tweeting that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, is that what you were doing? Or were you pouting like a 13-year-old? Yeah. And then dad came in and schooled you and yeah. said, I want you to stay up here. 
you're going to stay up here mm-hmm. and know that I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Like every time he talks to her, it ends up being like a dad daughter. She goes, okay, in yeah. a raspy voice. Well, and, and every time she looks at him, she just puts on this facade. You can see uh, her face change. Ew. And, uh, and then when they're together, she's just clawing at anything that she can do to stay around it's it's there's so much wrong there's Mm. so much wrong uh okay this is another really good one from crystal crystal said i showed him what i have i showed him fun passionate sad emotional excited futuristic Like, what is this list? Yeah, I know, I know. Like, I mean, that really did, that was like a a moment from Waiting for Guffman or something like that. Like, where you're like, I am an actor. I can give you sad. Uh, I can give you excited. Like, it was out of a cartoon. (laughs) That was awful. You know what? I'm also having, like, terror flash for, flash, you know, flashes too. I'm having flash forwards to Crystal being on Bachelor in Paradise and oh. just getting all this attention from these gross guys and oh she's so hot but you know and I thought she was cool on her season and I'm just like throwing up in my mouth over oh, that. Oh god, I haven't even thought about that I know. yet. It's been just pinging in my mind. My pa- Paradise is my favorite. I know. It is. I know. I, I don't I don't like to think about how that's going to happen. <laughs> okay, and then my final quote yeah. um which maybe describes my feelings about Bachelor in Paradise with Crystal on it. <laughs> this quote was from Jenna. Okay. Oh, gosh. She's a whack job. <laughs> you know I think she's a whack job. She's and like she, Ash, Ashley S. She yeah, really she is. is. She's she is. weird. <laughs> Jenna goes, I'm always nervous. Nervous is one of my top feelings. <laughs> She is so crazy. And the best part about her is they're using her a lot to talk about how uh, Crystal's crazy. Yes. So like they'll go to Jenna and Jenna will be like, it was like, you could see the crazy in her eyes. <laughs> and Except, she's moving her eyebrows yeah. up and down yes. too much. Jenna Whoa. is a crazy, she's crazy gal. Gray. Yeah, they really dug deep for some... some <laughs> crazy ones. Yeah, for some crazy ones this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have to say at this point, I do like a lot of the women more than I think I thought I was going to in the beginning. Yes. Like, I do think they actually, uh, in addition to the weird ones, like, they've got some really, really good ones. Who do you think are great ones? Who might also be kind of potentially weird. Yeah. Um, but great. <laughs> Kendall. I think Love her. Very weird, but I think she's, like, maybe the coolest person on this whole show. She really, I wrote down, she really knows how to articulate yes. her bitch. <laughs> she knows how to call out her bitchy side and really articulate to Crystal how ridiculous like she frustrates all of us but kendall can articulate why yes and kendall doesn't get emotional no kendall strikes me as a very smart solid woman yes yeah i'm really impressed by her i also really like that articulate your bitch Mm -hmm. i think we should get that tattooed (laughs) on our spots okay uh becca k still like her from minneapolis yes i like becca m I, I know too. she's young and she's getting real involved in the crystal thing, but <laughs> she is. Hey, but she is also articulating herself very well. I think she's really doing a great job. She is making a lot of it about crystal, or that's the way they're mm-hmm. editing it th- yeah. at this point. I want to point out that uh, Mikkel 
who just got eliminated, she's 23. Yeah. Why are we focusing on that Becca is 22? Sure. Big deal. Yeah. She's a mature 22. She kind of matches up with Ari's maturity. Really? Yeah. Might, so. might be a good match. Uh, CN is obviously amazing. And then Jacqueline seems really cool as well. She I just does. think they're all like really cool, interesting, complex people. And the last Lauren to survive, Lauren B. I think yes. that, yeah, we had uh, G, J, and S. They're gone. Lauren B's left. Mm, uh huh. I yes. really like her. I like Lauren B too, and she's making great strides. Uh, mm-hmm. Dawn, if we want to share, actually, I'll share with you a quote that we had from last week oh, about good. Lauren B. When when Lauren B. I think really entered the race, she said, "I just want to have that super fun relationship when we're super old and gross looking, and we're still <laughs> spanking each other's butts and telling dirty jokes." I loved it when you guys talked about that. That I was laughing out loud at that part. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what she wants, and we'll. Find Find out if that's also what Ari wants as The Bachelor continues. Thanks for joining me today, Dawn. No problem. You can listen to Dawn on Jason Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 FM in the Twin Cities or MyTalk1071.com. You can also find it where you find any of our podcasts on iTunes or on the podcast app. We will be back next week. Episodes go up every week at 3 p.m. Thanks for listening to You Get a Rose.